Welcome to another edition of The Real Critic Movie Reviews. I'm Reggie Ponder, The Real Critic, where you get unique information for regular folks. I mean, movie information, interviews, and commentary. And it's just from little old me. But then sometimes we get a special guest, so just hold on to your seat, because here we go. All right, you guys, I am here with Sean Edwards. Now, I've been trying to get with this dude for a minute. I call him up. I, I send him texts. He, but he, where could he be? There's no place he could be. He's at home, y'all. What's home. up, Sean? I've been home, man. What's up, man? It's all good, man. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm just learning to adapt, man. This is a brand new lifestyle for me. Like, my entire adult life, I've been on the go. Yeah. I've been up in the air, I've been here, I've been there, you know, I've been covering this industry for more than, you know, 20 years. And like for the first time in my adult life, it's all shut down. And when I say all shut down, it's all shut down. Like all the studios are closed. All the networks are closed. The lots yeah. are closed. No one's filming. There's no production. There's no red carpets. There's no premieres. There's no screenings. There's no press junkets. There's no nothing, which is sad because what people don't understand, when you watch a movie and you see all those names at the end of the movie, yeah. if yeah. you stay that long, those are all real people. Guess what? All those people are unemployed. Like, it's no, rough. No, no, that, 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 there's no doubt about it. No, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. All those people are unemployed and, and everybody's trying to figure out you know what to do but there's a little silver lining sean what the is silver it? lining for people like me is that i get to get on your calendar yes sir because you be we busy here. man you be we doing here. it we gonna talk. We gonna talk. so i, I want to talk to you about a couple of things I, I i obviously i want to have you on again but i want to talk to you about a couple of things the three things i want to cover today i don't want to take up all your time because we're doing this on a sunday oh, okay. i got wait a minute what's it did you say today's sunday it is sunday well, normally I have all day. Today I have all day until eight o'clock p.m. Central Time because I got to watch that Michael Jordan die. Oh, okay. Like, oh, oh, oh. oh. So, well, well, that gets right in the day when he used to play. Everything got like you know what? It was almost like the coronavirus pandemic when Michael Jordan came on TV because everything got shut down. Oh, so so I got a couple of Michael Jordan stories for you. So we might as well just stop right here because I know you got some as well is that um so i worked at leo burnett advertising agency when i first came out of a business school right. and and when i was there we had the chicagoland mcdonald's account and oh. so yeah need i say anymore so we shot we we had michael jordan before the national had michael jordan so right. we were we were shooting commercials with him and all that type of stuff and and that's cool i'm not one of them people that's enamored by folks that much i i will tell you that somebody i am enamored and enamored by and i know you already met this person i wish i would have would be a sydney portier you know i've never met sydney you you have right all right. Yes, I have. Yeah, you, you pissed me off, man. I, I'm going to have a new hashtag called. I've been fortunate, yes. I'm going to have a hashtag called, I hate Sean. That's going to be my hashtag. <laughs> I've, been, I've just been fortunate and been at the right place at the right time. But yeah, I have met the genius that is Sydney Yeah, I'd be like, oh my goodness. But uh, back to Michael, is that, but I play a lot of basketball. So I played basketball with Michael Jordan at, oh. this, at this gym at least seven to eight different times. Oh, 
And I don't have a, a great story to tell you about me killing Michael or nothing like that. Other than I did get dunked on, other than I did lose. But this is the this is the good story that, that I want to tell you, Sean. Is that we're playing and it's between the Los Angeles Lakers uh Chicago Bulls championship series. Now back then, you know, they were like five days in between games. So they would go to Los Angeles and play, and there'd be like at least three days in between, right? Right. He's at my gym playing against me in between Man. the series, dude. The clause was real. That wow. that you know that clause that says I could play when I want to play. And right. he wasn't playing because I was on the court. There was this guy named Darren Houston. And what Michael would do, he'd be in the gym uh, working out with Tim Grover. And he would look over and he would see Darren Houston playing. And he was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to go in there and play. And they would be battling. I mean, going back and forth, back and forth. So I have had the pleasure of playing with Jordan. I'm going to be quiet because I know you got a Jordan story from me. No, my, the only thing, though, I used to go to – I went to college in you know, Morehouse in Atlanta back in the day. And my roommate and I, you know, we go to Atlanta Hawks games whenever the Bulls came through just because we want to see Jordan. And that's the only time I went to a sporting event, like, mad early. So cause, so you could watch the entire – because you went early, like, it only be, like, about 20, 30 people in the whole – that's back when they played in the Omni Center. Okay, all right. 40 people in the Omni Center, and you could just sit in the front row, and, you know, Mike would come over and say, what's up? You know, because it's, it's loose. It's empty. It's, it's cool. It's, it's back in the day when you wasn't really tripping on security and people weren't trying to get a selfie with a smartphone because they didn't exist back then. It was it was real organic and cool. You just want to say what's up to Mike, watch him warm up, you know. Oh, that's that'd cool. be like three or four hours before the game. You know, you just we just catch the martyr. Head down to the head down to the Omni Center and just sit around and watch. You know, that's cool. And the Hawks had Dominique Wilkins. It was like, nah, you know, Dominique <laughs> cool, but you know, <laughs> Dominique cool, but you know, I seen Dominique on the yard because Dominique used to chase the Spelman girls. So okay, you know, all right, all right. you like you like whatever, whatever, what, whatever. MJ. So yeah, I am I am madly excited about this ESPN documentary about. Well, the I am too. The final year of their championship three-peat run, the second time around. Well, you know, we feel here in Chicago that uh, that the Bulls really messed this up. You know that that well, we, I know the history. Yeah, they that we shouldn't be talking about the final. That that I mean, this shouldn't be the the, the no, final. Is that they messed this up? Before. Yeah, yeah. Jordan should have won. It, you could arguably say he should have won ten. Yeah, I, I I believe at least two more. At, at least. least. Two more. At least two more. Come on, and man. Gap, remember those gap years too. That's that's right. That's right. Baseball when Houston took it twice in a row. So yeah. so 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 one of the things I, I got to ask you this since we're on sports, no, Sean, is that uh, I loved seeing the guys who played who were two way sports players. I love Bo Jackson. I love seeing Dion play. I love seeing those guys do that. So I wasn't mad at Mike for going to try to play baseball. What what was your thought on that? No, I was mad. You mad? I was mad. Mike wasn't on the same. Mike wasn't on the same level as Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders. Like I had never seen anything in my life like Bo Jackson. Yeah, I was. You know, I live in Kansas City. He played for the Kansas City Royals. So I mean, we used to go out to the Kauffman Stadium and watch Bo Jackson play. You know, I've never seen anybody. I've seen a lot of great players: football, basketball, hockey. Go, you name it. In person, I've never seen anything like Bo Jackson. 
Yeah. So, no, I was mad at Mike. Mike wasn't on the same level. He wasn't on the same level as Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders was the baller. Deion Sanders <laughs> might be one of the most versatile athletes of our generation. You know, Bo was the beast. You know, I don't yeah. even consider Bo an athlete. Bo, Bo Jackson was just a... Bo, you know, like when you used to read about Greek mythology back in the day. When you that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Bo was like a... You know, he wasn't Greek, so I'm going to call him. Bo was like an African guy. I can't even... Uh, argue with you on that i will say just one more thing on the sports end is that when we're talking about somebody like a bo jackson who is phenomenal you know my guy i i, I can never talk sports if we're talking great folks without talking about the great jim brown man is that that dude man no he's up there he's the best football player that ever lived you know people be tossing around tom brady i'm like bro bro come on and, come and see on. but people don't know he played four sports dude Yes, yes. He, he played basketball. He was all American in lacrosse. He uh obviously football and I forget the other one, but I mean he was he also played football when football was like real and rugged. Like these these players today, if they played back in the day, they wouldn't last five minutes. You can't even hit the quarterback now. You can't hit nobody. You can't hit nobody. Nah, you can't hit, so, now you can't hit anybody because right, right. everybody's like concussions and like back then it was like <laughs> And that's why that's why my sport is basketball, because I, I know they hit people, but they don't hit people like that. You know, it, the ball's insane. Football, professional football is insane. I don't know how any human endures that. Professional I, football is absolutely insane. But basketball used to be rugged. I mean, it, during the Jordan era, basketball, you know, Steph Curry couldn't do what Steph Curry does back when Michael Jordan was playing. They, they, <laughs> that's not happening. LeBron wouldn't be, <laughs> nah. Nah, come on. But, but, but at least LeBron could take some of those hits, though, because he got the body for that. But he would have uh, had to endure the hits. It was a different. It's, it's a different style of bat. It's a completely it, different style of basketball. It really is. So, so you started this whole thing saying what you can't wait to watch. So you can't wait to watch this Michael Jordan. It's uh, is it how I many? Is it a six part series? No, it's like ten. It's a, it's it's a ten part. So it's a you, ten part series. So, so you can't wait to watch that. But tell me, I'm just locked in. It. Tell me what you've been watching. Give me like the top three things that you've been watching and that you think that somebody else should watch too. Man, I've been, you know, I've been watching a lot of stuff because I've, I've had a lot of time and then I've been watching a lot of stuff because I'm required to watch it because <laughs> I am still working. Which is crazy. Let me start with number three. Uh, it's on Apple TV. It's a feature film. It's called The Banker. With uh, Samuel Jackson, Mackey, and uh, Nia Long, um, job well done. Uh, it's a solid movie. I'm not gonna say it's a great movie. It's a solid movie, but the more important reason why you should watch, it's just informative. Like it's so crazy what went on back in the day in terms of housing and banking and black folks and how the system has always been against us. And that's what the movie does best. Um, I actually like, you know, Samuel Jackson and Anthony Mackie, they had a fair amount of chemistry together, you know? There was a lot of like verbal jousting. I mean, I, you know, for what it for what it was and for what it is, I, I thought it worked, Neil Long was adequate. I, it's a solid watch, especially, you know, since you're streaming and you're stuck at home, but I, I highly recommend The Banker. I, I thought The Banker was just, um, you know. So Sean, I, I, I 
I, I totally agree with you on that. Is that it's it's a solid movie. Would this, would this be a movie I say is a is a must must a must watch if you were trying to run to the theater? I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. But if no, you're, I wouldn't either. But if you're at home, if you're at and, home, and and. and and if it had come to streaming after it was in the theaters, I would have told people to go see it. And I probably yeah. and I probably would have still told people to go see it at the theater because I think your point though about the how informative it is was the thing that caught me. It's like my I I it was mind-boggling, Sean, what they did to these dudes. Yeah, yeah. And what they did to just people in general. Just I don't think people today understand how hard it used to be to purchase a house. Like people, a lot of people take that for granted yeah. because a large segment of the population, it's easy for them to buy a house. That's like right. it's a no brainer. They can go live anywhere they want, any place, any time. And it hasn't always been like that for black people. Yeah, and I think a lot of people take that for granted. They're like, oh yeah, we have a house. My family's always had a house. It didn't always work like that. And that yeah. this movie does a good job of exposing that. that it's almost like, a, it almost plays sort of like a second tier Hidden Figures. I mean, Hidden Figures was such an exceptional yeah. movie. Yeah. But it sort of functions in the same way that that movie did. And like I said, I like Sam. I mean, Samuel Jackson's always engaging. You know, Samuel Jackson is a genius at finding characters that are right down his lane. And he just like he always finds characters to write, and he can execute. I think he can execute it in his sleep. And he does a good job. And you know, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie's no slouch. You know, and Neil Long's good. And like I said, it, the, the story's more important than the execution. But yeah. if you're streaming it, you know, it's not like you. And the execution off the was good. In your car and driving to the multiplex. So right, if you're streaming a banker. You know, I'm not sure how many people have Apple TV because that's just one thing. Apple TV's exploded. That's right. Like some of the other like platforms. But if you have access to Apple TV, I highly recommend the banker. Like, cool. So, we we moving yeah. to your number two, man. Yeah, What's your cool. number two? Man, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> I got you. You yeah. you you got a number five, six, and seven. That's really yeah, what you. I'm just, but no, I, look, just number two. I'm gonna recommend it, but with a little reservation because it actually has a ton of flaws. But once again, we're sort of you know judging everything on a coronavirus curve. Okay. So okay. the Clark sister biopic on Lifetime. I have not seen it, so now, so I'm, are you gonna help me on this. One? Yeah, let me set you up. I absolutely hate and loathe biopics on Lifetime. Okay. Um, I just think, you know, it's it's almost like, um, man, remember you said those books where, like, like, like they weren't cliff notes, but they were like, like algebra for dummies or American yes. history yes. for dummies and stuff. They produce everything like on that level. Now, the reason why I recommend the Clark sisters biopic is because it's about time someone told their story because their story in the history of music in particular, the genre of gospel is amazing. They're pioneers. That's right. You know, they set the tone, you know, people have been copying and mimicking their style for years. And it's a great story. You know, you know, you basically had the Joe Jackson, you know, their mom was Joe Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and okay. she pushed the daughters super hard. Like, you know, nobody succeeds without being pushed hard. 
and they developed a style and they went through the usual struggles uh you know we're touring we're not making any money and blah 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 bad relationships and you know it gets you know it gets real formulaic and it gets real redundant it's a little stereotypical but i will say that Anjanu Ellis, who plays the mom, is fantastic. fantastic. And, you know, if, if if I was an Emmy voter, she at the very least deserves a nomination. It's a it's a really great performance, and she saves the she saves the film. And I believe the film has earned a a bit amount of goodwill because of the fandom. You know, the Clark sisters have a huge fan base, and this is kind of what this movie is designed for. It's designed for the fans of the Clark sisters. Uh, definitely TV-esque, nothing that's going to win any major awards or it doesn't break any ground, but it's just a, it's just good that the, the story got told. Oh, that's excellent, excellent. Well, well, I, I'm going to watch it based on that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love the Clark sisters and when yeah, you talk- that's, that's why I'm glad the movie got made because you love the Clark sisters and you know what they've done and what their careers represent but the you know anything on Lifetime you know it's not coming with the boom boom <laughs> it's just always it, just it, it ain't coming with the moss you say though no, and they, no, they, they no. ain't bringing the moss to it that's that's yeah. good so that brings me to your number one man what, uh, number one number one's easy and it's number one by a mile uh it's a movie that's currently streaming on Netflix called Uncorked. I saw oh, it. Man. Uh, you know, first time feature film by the writer and director. It just, it was just a, you know, you've never really seen a story like this told before. I mean, I, you know, you know, it's about a young man who wants to be a sommelier. And, you know, he's currently working at his family restaurant, which was a good look. You know, you had a, you know, barbecue restaurant, you know, Dad works hard to keep it going, supportive mom, supportive wife, just a great family dynamic. And this, this kid's got his own ideas on who he wants to be and what he wants to do. And the fact that he chose to become a Somalia, I mean, that's just a great sort of sort of spin. Uh, he has a girlfriend. I like the relationship between him and his girlfriend. I thought it was real. I thought it was authentic. I thought it had a a realistic vibe and then he goes off to you know France to study. I love those scenes in France. Love those scenes in Paris. It was cool. I'm glad they were able I'm glad they were able to actually shoot in Paris, which means they gave that brother some money. He has some budget. <laughs> hey, hey, so here's here's my question for you, Sean, is that based upon the fact that you are it's by a mile, I, I don't remember your grading system. So if you were grading this movie, what is uh, tell me your grading system and um, okay. what and what what did we get on uh, in, in okay. your? No, without a doubt, without a, when I'm on air on Fox Four News in Kansas City, we use these the graphic popcorn bags. We go one through five, five being the highest, one being the lowest, and we don't do halves because the graphics just look better as a whole. I mean, I was torn. I really, I mean, uncork man. I I'm willing to give it a five. I know a lot of people hated the ending. I I, I thought the ending was daring. I thought it was bold. I thought it was something different. I, I completely got it because I don't like when movies just nicely wrap everything up because real life isn't nicely wrapped up. So I, I, I like I like the ending as presented. A lot of people did not like the ending. Like a lot of people hated the ending. I actually like the ending. But no, I would give Uncork. I would give Uncork five. I mean that's. Man, when it, when it comes time to vote, man, it's you know, it's you know, it's 
It's got some best picture. I, I liked it. It was strong. But the I, picture, the actor, and Niecy Nash, man. Oh, oh Niecy. the actress nomination, please. Niecy Nash really did a great job. So so here's my thought. Right. Here's my thought on Encore. I really like this movie, but if I'm doing your scale, I'm giving it a four. Okay, yeah. I got you. I was torn. I just can't do halves. So yeah. I just, I went up instead of, because I was feeling it, I went up instead of down. I mean, probably, you know, if we weren't caught up in the middle of a pandemic, it, it's probably, I mean, it more accurately, it's a four. I just was like, I was, I was you know. I liked it. I liked gifted, it a lot. Gifted. Yeah, no, I liked it a lot as well, but I gifted it up to a five. And then let me, four let me tell you why uh, it gets to four for me, though, is that the relationship between him and his girlfriend, I thought that, that, they they did some stuff that I wanted to see more of. I thought that was no, no, no. That's true. That's true. They they did a lot of. I wanted to see more between all the dynamics. I wanted to see more of the father son dynamic. Yep. I wanted to see more of the the, the husband and wife. It was a lot of things I really wanted to see. Yeah. I wanted to see more about the world of of studying wine in in, in Paris, France. I mean, Me too. I could easily see this down the road becoming like a series. I mean, it just kind of had that feel. I, I, to I totally agree. So that's your man. You you hooked us up. So let's let's recap. So you you gave me at number three the banker, the banker, and yes. number two the Clark sisters biopic, and then right. at number one by a mile you're giving me encore, encore sure. for sure. So for so sure. then I've been doing these series, and I want to get back with you at one point in time to talk about these series. But I've been doing sp a sports movie series, a rom com. Okay. A rom-com series and oh, an all right, all right. but but I, I I don't have all day to get with you on this. I, but I do want to break that up at one point and talk to you about it. Uh, okay, can you tell me uh, a go-to movie that people from a sports perspective gotta check out while they're quarantined? I need everybody to go back and revisit the two thousand and one movie Ali. Ali, man, I need people to I need people to go back and revisit that movie because it's a masterpiece. It's a genius stroke of filmmaking. Just go back and just rewatch it. Initially when it Why? came out, okay, we, we, it's because you get to like absorb it like from a different perspective now. And you get to see, oh man, no, Will was dope. Jamie Foxx, are you kidding me? And then, you know, just the the feel and the look and the vibe and the structure. It's a it holds up very well. It holds up very, very well. And I know when it initially came out, it just got okay reviews, but the movie's better than that. It's one of the best sports movies ever made about a black athlete. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. So now I got to ask you, man, you know, there's a lot of divorces happening and a lot of marriages happening while, yeah. while Corona is going on. Yes. So I'm going to be on the marriage side because I've been with my Ooh. wife coming on, you know, it's 28 years. And I, I need a little romance, man. So give me, what's your go-to rom-com movie? It's not really a rom-com movie, but it's a very romantic movie. Uh oh, it's very, it's very old school. But when I, when I need it, when I need to be picked up, when I'm trying to like get that feel on, man, I always go to my girl Claudine, starring oh. Diane Carroll. Oh I, man, man. Claudine is like Claudine is it for me. Like there's nothing could compare. Claudine is it. Diane Carroll, James Earl Jones, incredible storyline, soundtrack by Gladys Knight and the Pips. It's man, it, just, it never gets old. You know that's, what? That's my go-to. You know what? So I, 
I, my, I, I'm I'm doing brown sugar. That's my my film. I like brown sugar. Brown sugar's dope. But 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 when you say Claudine, it it is like uh, it has to be in your in your list because you you're talking about. Uh, tell me a little bit. But for some people don't even know who Diane Carroll is. Tell tell me a little bit about Diane Carroll. Oh my God, Diane Carroll is like she is like one of the all-time greatest black actresses in the history of the film industry. I mean, man, she was in Carmen Jones. <laughs> like, I mean, she was in Car she was in Carmen Jones. I mean, she was the first black woman to have a, a, a TV series on a major network, you know, with Julia. I mean, she was killing the game. I mean, she got nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actress for Claudine in 1974. It's hard to get nominated for Black Actress in 2020. That's she right. She got nominated in 1974. The same year that Cicely Tyson got nominated for Best Actress in Sounder. Like, like, man, what a historic year. So no, she's um, no, no, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's amazing. Uh, just, just a phenomenal. I mean, rest in peace. She just recently passed. But I mean, no, talk about a pioneer. A black film. It's it's Diane Carroll. So so you know, you just made it where my family this weekend tonight probably we gonna go watch Claudine. We we gonna we gonna watch it. Claudine's a great movie. It, it is, and the soundtrack, the soundtrack to that movie. Oh, it's no, it's up there. It's up there. I know a lot of people. I mean, like Love Jones is a favorite of mine too. I mean. They're, they're both really solid movies, but my go-to was Claudine. But I, I love really it. Appreciate love, John. I, I love it. So now I gotta ask you. Now I gotta ask you, man. Look, you tired of love? You tired of the other sports? You just want to see some bang, bang, smash them up, some action, some something. What you gonna watch, man? <sighs> man, I'm stuck on Heat. <laughs> I'm stuck. I know that's another Michael Mann movie because he also directed Ali. He's wow. one of my favorite. I'm, I'm when it when it comes to just a pure visceral action heist movie, I'm I'm stuck on Heat. I mean, Heat's a Heat's just a great action movie with great acting performances, great lines. It's just it just works. Heat works. Hey, hey, it's a great so, movie. So I, I I I'm gonna I, I'm if any of the Born tr the trilogy is oh, the trilogy. Born, the trilogy. That, that's what I'm watching. I'm telling you. Uh -huh. All right. I, 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 I mean, when that music comes on, I'm like, oh man, I'm, 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 I'm all in, man. So I, that, that's I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a James Bond guy. And okay. see, I'm at the age where, and I know people think this is crazy. I, I really don't care. But I'm at the age where Roger Moore was my guy because yeah. one of my all-time favorite movies, James Bond movies, is Octopus. Because I mean, that was my Age, you know, but I, I know Sean Connery did his thing, and a, a lot of people like the newer ones with Daniel Craig. I'm no, not I, that big of a fan, but I'm not that big of a fan of of, of of Craig as as well. I mean, he's he's fine, but he's fine. Uh, he's fine, but I, I I actually agree with you. I think Roger Moore. I mean, just looking at him in 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 the posters made me excited to go check out the the, the movies. No, Roger Moore actually had more swag than Daniel Craig. I know Daniel Craig can do all the physical stuff. Like, Roger Moore was not great at the physical stuff. I That's mean, right. I That's right. Daniel That's Craig is good at the physical stuff, but 
like the swag. Roger Moore had more swag, and then you know Sean Connery just defined the role. I mean, those those older James Bond movies are, are, are classic, and I love Live and Let Die, the one that takes place, oh. the one the black exploitation era one. <laughs> I, 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 I like that too, man. I, I and, and now you make me think of the song. So look, man, you gave me you so gracious with your time. I, I want people to know, firstly, where can they find you, man? Where can they follow you? Because you everywhere. Because talk oh, to me. Right now, I'm just at home. But no, I'm S. Edwards KC, like on uh, all my social, like if it's Twitter or Instagram. And you can just find me at uh, fox4kc.com. And then go to our YouTube page, Fox 4 News Kansas City YouTube channel. We're there. Everything. You can watch and, everything. And my last, question, my last question to you, Sean, is that for you, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what for me makes a good movie. For me, right. if if I'm watching, if I'm flipping the station, and I see the movie, and I stop whatever point in which that movie is, and that's I sit down and that's watch it, that's a great movie for me. I want to know what makes a great movie for you. Man, personally, what makes a good movie is if I'm watching something and I either yell out loud, scream out loud, or just nonstop talk back to the screen because I'm feeling it. But from a technical standpoint, a great movie is one that you can watch from start to finish, and it stands the test of time because you can watch from start to finish five years later, 10 years later, 15 years later, 20 years later. It's gotta stand, a great movie has to stand the test of time. That's what, that's my definition. But you know, from a personal level, if I'm yelling, screaming, jumping, kicking, it's working. So, so what was the last movie, I said that was my last question, but what was the last movie that you were talking to the screen at? The Invisible Man. Really? <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, she was dumb. And <laughs> they made Aldous Hodges dumb. <laughs> they, they, you know, you know, you, they made out, they even made the black people in the movie dumb. <laughs> like, I was like, I, I was talking and yelling and scrubbing, like, come on now. Come on, y'all. What, what are we doing? What are we what are we really doing? But I, I like the movie, but what are we really doing? <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. I went that's, in on Invisible Man. <laughs> that, that's funny. That's it, y'all. That that is Sean Edwards. Thank you, man. <laughs> hit him up. Hit him up. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to movies. Thanks for joining me. And don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Real Critic, R-E-E-L. You can also follow me on Facebook at Reggie The Real Critic. And you can connect with me on my website at reggieponder.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time where we'll talk some more about the movies.